This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy. Southern Girl. Southern Girl. All right, so today's today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about unicorns. And bulls. Unicorns and bulls. This was highly requested. Yeah, so we've, uh, you know, I think if you follow us on TikTok and follow our podcast, we're going to Hedo at the end of the month, and so we're going to be a part before Hedo, and then we're not sure what's going to be going on at Hedo, so we're trying to get get ahead on episodes a little bit, right? And so we kind of put out there, hey guys, give us some ideas for podcasts, right? Yeah. We got all kinds of ideas. We did. But Unicorn and Bull was definitely a hot topic that everyone wanted to know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We happen we happen to have a little, little <laughs> Inside knowledge, knowledge of those yeah. subjects. Yeah, we do. So if you know from our previous podcast, we were both single in the lifestyle prior to meeting each other. Right. So uh so we're gonna give you a little little insight um, into the the unicorn and bull life. Of course, based off our experiences, I'm sure not yeah. not all experiences are are equal. Oh, I'm sure everyone has a different experience. But we'll try to give you you know how that was before we met and, <coughs> and kind of how how the unicorn and bull life yeah. are. So we'll start with with Lacey. Um, of course, because for those of you that will you know don't listen to the whole thing. You really want to listen to Lacey, so we'll put her up. We'll put her up front. <laughs> you have a good story. Come yeah, on, we'll put her up front. Um, but uh, let's just start with you know because we get to ask this question a lot. Uh, you know, start with the basics. What what is a unicorn? So I did look it up so we could get the official definition. Okay. Um, and this is official according to swingfields.com. I don't know. <laughs> okay. They're the experts. I don't think it looks it looks official. We're okay. going with it. Okay. Right. So it's a swinging glossary. So for unicorn, it says a unicorn refers to a single woman in the lifestyle. They are called unicorns because they are pretty rare and many have never seen one. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a pretty good like it's actually it's pretty solid. Yeah, They're, uh, I agree. What, did you say swingerfields.com? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. It's actually really yeah, it's very official. Looking. Maybe we'll send. Maybe we'll put it in the show notes. We can put the link in the show notes. There you Give go. them credit. It's actually really. It's a really good glossary if you are new and want to learn about things. I like it. We do get a lot of term questions on TikTok and we stuff. We do. So. Anyway, but anyway, yeah. So, <clears throat> unicorn, single female in the lifestyle, and, and they are hard to find. So it's the whole a unicorn is a mythical creature that uh, may or may not exist, and you may yeah. or may not ever see one. Yeah. So, like a backstory on just like us as a couple. We've really only ever met in person with one unicorn. Yeah, yeah. other than like parties, we've probably seen a few. Well, yeah, we've seen a few, but we've actually never played with a unicorn as a couple. Um, we're open to it. We've entertained the idea. We're kind of always on the lookout. It's not something that we like 
actively seek out, I guess. No, I feel like yeah, we did. There was there was a, a time a that month we were or two. We're like, we're gonna find a we're gonna find a unicorn. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't work out. Yeah, we found one, and it just didn't. That it didn't work out. We'll just we, can, we can get into that maybe later. Okay. But uh, yeah. So that's that's that. So you want to go a little bit over your your past and yeah, your unicorn so, life. So you've heard us talk a little bit about um, us being single prior to being in the lifestyle. So or prior to meeting each other, rather. Um, so I was introduced from the last to the lifestyle from a former boyfriend. We never played in the lifestyle. We never did anything. We did go to one swinger club. We didn't do anything. But after we broke up, I really was interested in the lifestyle. I had never heard the term unicorn as far as like swinging goes. I didn't know anything about it. Um, I just knew I wanted to like hang out with a couple and thought that was super hot, the idea of that. So I had heard about SLS from a podcast and I can't even tell you the name of it. I wish I could give him credit for it now, but um, so I looked up SLS online and made a profile. Little did I know that I was about to be flooded with messages. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that, you know, as a, you know, if, some, if there's girls out there that want to be unicorns, um, you know, when you're a unicorn, how do you go about meeting couples and what's that like? So, yeah, I mean, so the first thing I did, cause I didn't have any, any idea how you meet a couple, um, so I just made a profile, um, and the messages just came in very, very quickly, um, all day, every day. I don't know how else to put it. I mean, I don't mean that to be bragging. Honestly, it didn't matter what I looked like. I didn't have a face picture. I didn't even, I had like one picture that had my boobs with a white t-shirt. Um, so you could kind of see my figure a little and, but you couldn't really see anything else, honestly. That's all it took though. And couples were just messaging me all day, every day. And it, at, at first, it was kind of overwhelming. I'm not going to lie. Because you had all these couples. And they were all, like, wanting to meet, like, day one. Yeah. So, how, how did you go about – so, I guess, you know, so to answer the question, yeah. You, you, singles meet couples the same way couples meet couples. The websites really still are the best yeah. source to do that. Yeah. Um, but I guess – the uniqueness to a unicorn is you probably are going to get overwhelmed. Yeah, you basically just get to pick your, your pick of the group. Does right. that make sense? Was there any strategy to going through? No, I, did, I was so new. I was so fresh, so brand new. I knew nothing about swinging, didn't know anything um, about any of, you know, I just had no idea. So it was really based on like attraction, I guess, at first, um, like who I was actually like really attracted to. And my first couple, the husband was like really, really handsome. And I was just absolutely drawn to him. And that's how I picked. Yeah. And then, so typical, same kind of thing you. Yeah. So we downloaded Keck and we chatted for a while. They were not local to me, they were several hours away. So it wasn't like we could meet that day or the next few days. It was, um, let's plan to meet in a few weeks. And so we really just began chatting daily. Um, and one of the things that I found as a unicorn is couples like, like to claim me and like make me their girlfriend. Like, I know we say that like Polly is different than swinging as a unicorn. I felt very much like brought in as a girlfriend in pretty much every single couple situation that I played in. Yeah. I would imagine that because unicorns are 
hard to find. When a couple does find one, they do want to almost especially one that's cute like me. Right, court them and kind of <laughs> yeah. That's hold what I found. I yeah. found that, um, and that was the case with the first one. Um, I very much felt like I was dating both of them, which was totally new to me. I had never really dated a woman, or I mean, not even that I was dating her, but I felt like I had to keep her happy as well as him and I kind of got why men think that women are crazy because some days she would be in a good mood and the next day she wouldn't and it really didn't have anything to do with me so it was definitely balancing act something that I had never done before no and so this is that was the first couple did you date I mean or did you meet several couples or how how yeah I mean over the course of my um Tom is a unicorn. Yeah, I met lots of couples. Um, some great, some amazing, some that I played with, some that I did not. Um, most I, I played with more than once. I can't think of a couple that I didn't play with multiple times. Like right. they all liked me. Right. So you. I was a repeat it was always customer. Your, your choice whether to go back or not. <laughs> not customer. Not that this was salt. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, they liked me. They wanted me back. Yeah. Um, did you have any problems with f- fake accounts or single guys pretending to be couples? No. I, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I just weeded them out without knowing I was doing it. But I didn't. If I was interested, it always kind of went somewhere. Um, you know, when we get a lot of questions about um, if I felt safe as a unicorn, that's like a really top question. Um First, let me say, I never went to clubs or anything like that alone. If I ever went with a, to a club, I always was with a couple. I personally don't think I would ever walk into a club alone as a single female. I would be too scared. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I would be too scared. I would be, like, a little intimidated, too, because yeah. I mean, even you, now. You mean scared, but, like, for your safety, scared? I, I feel like every club we've been to, I mean, they've had security. It's been pretty yeah, safe. Have, I don't think anybody would, but would be I don't in know. I just wouldn't feel. I wouldn't feel comfortable. I don't know if scared. intimidated I can get, or, yeah, or just like, but you know. still uneasy. I think as a woman going into a place, I wouldn't even want to go to a normal everyday bar alone. To be right. honest with you, right. I think that's just me being a female. Well, I get it. That makes sense. Um, so I definitely probably wouldn't go, especially dressed provocatively um like i would if i was going to a swinger club um as far as meeting couples i always met let me back up i pretty much always met people as the first time at a um public place like a bar or a restaurant i would be lying if i said i didn't go to people's houses before because i have full disclosure you know we we keep it truthful here yeah um i can think of multiple couples that um i went to their house but overall as a good rule of thumb i did try to meet couples in person um in open in public areas especially in the beginning and when i first started i would text like my best friends and say i'm at the embassy downtown like hotel so right, right. so they would be like what the hell are you doing they didn't know what I was doing, but I would want someone to know my location because obviously, like, I wasn't actively telling people what I was doing. Right. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's see. So, you, you met a bunch of couples. 
usually in public and, mm-hmm. and then you know whatever their hotel and their house didn't have didn't have any issues with face which i i find it hard to believe i would think that no i mean honestly i mean it's been a few years but i can't think of a fake profile off the top of my head i mean were there some i'm sure there was but i can't think of a time like when i wanted to meet someone but they wouldn't meet i, I don't know okay now did you as a single female feel how many how often would the husband hit you up on the side or? always always 95 percent 90 of the time yeah and the, was that did you i mean because I, I know you were new to the lifestyle did, were you did you know the rules were so you, i didn't know would the they rules. tell you the rules and then I he would like, violate it no so i didn't know the rules i didn't know that swingers had boundaries i was literally like i kind of describe myself it's like you know when you're in your early 20s and you're in college and you're dating and you really don't know what you're doing but you're trying your hardest and you're messing up that's kind of how i like explain my unicorn days because I didn't know what I was doing. I was literally just kind of figuring it out as I went. I didn't know to ask couples, hey, what are your boundaries? Or what's okay, what's not okay? I didn't I didn't know to do that. And a lot of couples were just so happy to have me. They didn't really know to communicate that. I mean, I know we talk on here about communication and doing these things, but not all not all couples do that. Right. I mean, that's like ideal, but realistically, a lot of couples are not swinging for the right reasons and they're not communicating the way they should. So what would you, so out of, I don't know, you know. What so was, what's what my lesson the, learned? No, no, no. What would be the percentage of couples that when they first approach you made it, the boundaries and the rules clear? Like, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. So very low percentage. Very low percentage. Yeah, which I think that's a good takeaway for anybody <laughs> listening, right? Is, yeah. Because if you don't lay out your rules and your boundaries to other, whether it's couples and couples or couples and singles, it, it's hard for you to expect them to know what they yeah. are. Yeah. And like, then you're, they're going to cross them if they don't yeah, know them, right? I can remember times where I did cross boundaries and I was told that I'd cross, cross a boundary. And I was very respectful of it. And I was like, you know, it wasn't a mean, like somebody wasn't being mean to me. They were just like, hey, we prefer to do it this way. And I'm like, oh, Absolutely. Will do and made sure I did it that way going forward, but never was I ever told beforehand because I think I would have 100% at least made a good faith effort to follow those boundaries. Okay. Um, I guess so. Here's another uh, 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 open, honest question Did you ever meet the husbands solo without the wife? Did you ever follow um, through on any of that? Okay. So, no, never a couple, I never met a husband alone. That I had played with the husband and the wife. Okay. I did meet a husband that I had originally met, not met, but we had connected on SLS and I had chatted with him and his wife. And then somehow the wife dropped off of the, the, the kit group. I don't know if a separate kick was made. To be honest with you, it's been a few years. I can't really remember. But somehow it ended up just being him and I. And then I did meet him alone, which... I'm 99% positive that she was not aware of. Full disclosure. All right. So I guess probably now is a good time. You want to, you want to tell that full full story? Because we did we had a we we're going to tell a story for each yeah. one of our. Let's, yeah. let's break mean, that story down. That's not then, really a good unicorn story. That's not the that's not the one. Oh, that's that not you're the one thinking. you want. No, but oh. I can do a little quick review of that. I mean, basically, I mean, it was a husband who was cheating. I, I, <laughs> That right. sounds so awful. I mean, but realistically, like, if you want me to be 
super honest, it was. Um, and I learned a lot from my unicorn days that brought me to where I am and the swinger that I am today. And I made a lot of decisions that in hindsight I should not have made. And that was one of them. Um, yeah. So was it clear to you that he was cheating or was he vague about it? It was vague in the beginning, but I did realize it and I didn't stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I almost feel like. It's just, is this going badly? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I think it's very important because I think there's, there's a lot of, I mean, I think there's couples out there. I just there don't that, want to mislead and pretend like I was this perfect unicorn who didn't make mistakes. I absolutely did. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I guess I was in my thirties, but I very much acted like somebody like in their 20s, you know, I was recently divorced and I just was like, I'm hot and people like me and I'm just going to live it up, you yeah. know. So I made a lot of mistakes that I wish that I could fix now. Yeah. And I and I think for, you know, the couples or even maybe the unicorns that are out there, it, it kind of reiterates why it's so important to be very clear of your boundaries, uh, you know. And I, I really put, especially like if you have a young, you know, you know female that's not familiar with the lifestyle it's really up to that couple to to guide them and kind of yeah I wasn't ever you know like I didn't know that I should have boundaries I mean that doesn't make sense we all should have boundaries right but as a unicorn I didn't realize that I should have made my own set of boundaries just like every single couple makes their own set of boundaries I mean I'm sure I had boundaries like that weren't defined because there was things that I wouldn't do but I didn't never, I never had, like, if anybody asks us our boundaries, we can, you know, write them, write them off, no problem. But I never had that. And I wish that I had the knowledge about the lifestyle to really know that. And I think that would have set myself up for, I mean, I had great success. <laughs> I would have just probably been a better unicorn had I, um, had I known those things. Yeah. Um, what about, did you have relationships like boyfriends during the time that you were a unicorn? Um, did, no, did, I had. Was there any cross, you know? Um, I had two? single guys that I would meet on occasion. So other than you, there was two other single guys that I hooked up with um, that were in the lifestyle. Okay. One I became really good friends with. Like it was ended up being more of a friendship than anything, um, than a sexual thing. It started that, but really just became more of a friendship. Um, and the other one was just strictly physical. Um, so yeah, I mean, those would be like the closest thing I would consider a boyfriend. They really weren't boyfriends, but. but so you didn't date any vanilla guys during no. your, your unicorn mm -mm. days? No, I did not. Had you made, so once you got into this winter lifestyle, had you decided if I find a, a guy, like I want him to be involved in this lifestyle? Or? I knew that it was going to be hard to go back to where I knew that like going back to monogamous was going to be exceptionally hard. Like, when I met you, me and you had multiple conversations about that. I'm like, how in the world can I go back to, like, a white picket fence, husband and wife, normal everyday sex? Like, after you, <laughs> you know, after you um, have done that, you know, because I can remember one time I was telling somebody, it was somebody in the lifestyle about what I was doing. And I was like, oh, I'm going here to hang out with this couple. It's just, it's just a threesome. It's, it's not anything crazy. It's just like a normal, you know. It's just a normal threesome. And I thought to myself, wait a second. That's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't say I just, I'm just having like a old fashioned, just a normal threesome. I'm going to have a know? vanilla threesome this weekend. <laughs> you know, but I mean, that's kind of where my life had gotten to. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't any, it was just going over their house. It wasn't anything special. Um, 
And I knew that going from that to going back to like a normal vanilla relationship was going to be hard. So I did want to find someone that I could enjoy the lifestyle with. That was my goal or hopes and dreams. Okay. Um, I think let's tell a story. So, you know, I think before we started this podcast, just so everybody listening to know, we kind of said, okay, we'll tell one, one, one story um, for each, the, the unicorn and the bull. Um, so you, you picked a story. So let's hear your story. So the first couple that I played with, the one I told you that I was like super attracted to the husband, was my like one terrible unicorn story. Um, and I've told this on live. So if you've heard this, sorry. Um, but it's a really good story. Um, so I was extremely attracted to the husband. I had met them and been around them quite a few times, been to their house, met their kids. I mean, like, you know, it wasn't. It was a thing, you know, that we were enjoying. And all of a sudden, the husband started messaging me on the side. Now, Swinger 101 says, red flag, red flag, run. But I didn't know that. You know, I was brand new. I thought he was hot. I was super attracted to him. And he just, I, I was flattered. I mean, that's just the that's just the best way I could put it. I was flattered. And I did, I did start communicating with him on the side. Um, I guess because it was just communication, it was, I never met him alone. Like for the record, I never met him alone. I never saw him without her, nothing like that. Um, it was strictly communication via kick and like FaceTime and stuff. So, um, of course the wife did find out, um, because they always do. Unicorns, if you're here, if you're listening, if you're wanting advice, the wives always find out. Um, and of course... If you're a bad unicorn. I was a bad unicorn. Um, I wish I could do it over again. Not that I want to be a unicorn. I think I would be a better unicorn today with my knowledge, just for the record. Um, so, um, of course, the wife found out. She threw a fucking fit, of course, right? You know, she, like blew up my phone forever like just called me every name in the book she was awful I mean so bad and so he calls me and and I'm you know a single mom I live across the street from my parents at the time you know I have a younger son and he calls and he says hey I'm coming to live with you and I just sent $40,000 out of my 401k so I have like money to like pay off everything and and get myself moved up there but I'm coming and now keep in mind, I had never been alone with this man other when his wife was there. So like my mouth hit the floor and I was like, oh shit, oh shit, we're in trouble. Because yeah, he was cute and yeah, it was fun to have sex with him. But like, I didn't want the man to move in with me. Like I never, ever gave him any indication that like that is where our side conversation was going. Like never. Um, so I had to like quickly be like, um, that's not happening. You know, like, I mean, I like you, I I enjoy this, you know, but that's not happening. So obviously he didn't come, he didn't move in with me, but it was hell. That wife made my life hell for, I don't know why I didn't block her or maybe I did. And she found other ways to communicate with me. I don't know, but like she literally blew up my phone for weeks. Um, and I never... You know, after I, we, you know, we knew that when the last time we talked that we weren't going to speak again, me and him. And I was like, you know, good luck to you. He's like, good luck to you. And we said our goodbyes and then we didn't communicate anymore. Um, so that was my very first couple. 
<laughs> um, I learned a very valuable lesson to never talk to a man um, on the side, which I kind of did again now that we talk about it. <laughs> I didn't even realize that, but I mean, I'm sure I did it again, obviously. But you're, you're, takes you, sometimes it takes you. Yeah, it takes me a few times. A few. Slow learner. But no, it was, honestly, I took my SLS profile down. After them, um, I was like, you know, I love swinging. This is fun. This is hot, but that's not fun. That's not what I signed up for. And um, so I took my SLS profile down, and I took like a month or two off because I was not going to do that anymore. Um, but then again, you know, after the dust settled, I came crawling back. Right, couldn't keep you away. Yeah. So uh, I would say. Ladies, if you if you're thinking about joining the lifestyle, if you're thinking about being a unicorn, you know, I guess if you learn from my mistakes here, um, I was by no means perfect in any shape or you know way. You know, set yourself boundaries. Make sure that you follow a couple's boundaries. Um, don't sleep with married men without their wife's permission. What else? No, I think um, I feel like a horrible unicorn. <laughs> you? I'm covering my face. Oh. I thought I, I was think. like, like we always joke. So like the drunker I get, the more I like, the more I tell Dan I was the ultimate unicorn. Mm-hmm. Because I think after that experience overall with couples moving forward, I was really, really good. Right. Like I think I did much better with an actual couple that that they did communicate clearly and everything was out in the open. I think I did a very good job. Um moving forward but that couple i did not i did not i did terrible yeah the only other question i think is, is probably valid and i've heard you talk about this before on tiktok live and stuff is is it hard being the other girl it is it's like a double-edged sword so yeah it's fun right you are the ultimate prize right everybody wants a unicorn so a unicorn pretty much gets whatever they want. You know, I would show up. I would have a hotel room. I would have my dinner bought, my drink. I've never paid for anything. Um, and it was wonderful. It was fun, right? No feelings. You come in. You get to have amazing sex and, you know, just be like this shiny new toy that everyone likes to play with. And that's awesome, right? And you get to go home. And you don't got to deal with a crazy-ass wife who's jealous or has something to say. You just get to, like be carefree, which is wonderful. But on the same time, like after you've played with a couple for multiple times and you've developed like a friendship slash relationship with this couple, it does get a little sad that at the end of the night, they get to cuddle and you got to go back to your hotel room alone or you got to drive home alone. Um, so yeah, I mean, does that make sense? Like, no, I think it, I think it makes a hundred percent sense. I think that's the, you know, the, I think the important part is you, if you, want to enter this lifestyle as a single um especially as a, especially as a unicorn it seems you have to understand that that you're always going to be disposable disposable you're you're mm-hmm. you know the way swingers work it's not poly you're you're the extra mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's always going to be that couple first uh, that husband's always going to care, care for the and, yeah. and, and the, you know if there's a and dispute if there's an argument yeah the wife's always going to be right. So you are going to end up being that that third wheel, that odd man out, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just something you're going to, you know, there's, like you said, there's lots of pros to being oh, a Oh, so a many pros, yeah. Um, but if there is a downfall, that, that's probably it. And, you know, in the beginning, it was a lot more fun to be so carefree and be like, oh, they got to go deal with the drama. I get to go home. But 
as I was a unicorn for a while, I think that started to wear on me more, the fact that I was alone and that I was the one going home. In the beginning, I didn't really care because it was just like fun and hot and I was just like living it up. Um, And two, I was also, I guess if I could add anything to this, I wish that I had been a little bit more choosy because I was extremely popular and it was hard to like determine like... I felt pulled in a lot of different directions. Right. Finding the quality couple that you actually wanted to commit. Yeah, your because time like to, yeah. there was a lot of awesome couples, and I kind of wanted to play with them all. So I felt like <laughs> I was a little bit of a whore. You dirty girl. No, I was like when you came into my life. I remember saying that. Like I'm really glad you came into my life at the time you did because I was like a wild mess. You know, it was not. Oh, sorry, the dogs are scratching. If you can hear that. Being crazy dogs. Um, I was like. I was out um, swinging multiple times a week at that point. So your girl needed to be calmed down. I reined you in. You did. Tame that unicorn. <laughs> she needed tamed. Uh, so I think that's it. <coughs> yeah. Any other lessons? I Any don't takeaways? Know. I don't think we so. Crush, crush being a unicorn? I think so. I hope I answered um, people's questions. All right. So now if you don't care about my story, you can turn the, turn the podcast <laughs> Dan's off. story's good. Uh, but now we're going to move on to to what's a bull and what's it like being a bull. And, uh, you know, we'll kind of go over the same things that Lacey did, but um, from the bull perspective. So first of all, uh, what is a bull, Lacey? Okay. According to Swing Fields, Swinger Dictionary or Swinger Glossary, a bull is a guy that is just for casual sex with a with a female, either single or part of a couple, men that are considered bulls are typically well endowed. I don't agree with, with the female. I would say with couple. Uh, you're saying a bull should be single? No, it says a, a bull is a guy that is just for casual sex with a female. Oh, no, no. Well, yeah, it could be a, oh. a couple. A bi, there are bi bulls. But I just, I guess, I, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. That's what a bull is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, that probably was talking about bisexual bulls, which oh, okay. is totally a thing in the last time. Okay. Uh, not my thing, but but definitely is a thing. Yeah. Um, so tell us about being a bull. How did you become one? Yeah. Give us a story. So, yeah, uh, if you listen to our first episode, we, we run this down. But the real, the uh, cliff note version is uh, I was dating a chick that um, was a swinger in her previous marriage, actually. And uh, somehow it had come up in our conversation that, you know, she used to be a swinger and, and she had brought up to me if that was something I'd be into. And, of course, me being um, the naughty the naughty guy that I am, I was <laughs> like, hell yeah. Like, what? why did you not tell me about this earlier? Like, what? And, you know, it's just, she showed me SLS. We ended up making an SLS So profile. you'd never heard about SLS until she showed I had me. no idea what SLS no. was. I, I mean, I knew, I think what everybody knows about swinging that, you know, the Hollywood, yeah, you know couples having sex with each other key party you know all that mm-hmm. i i knew what everybody knows but that i didn't know there was whole websites dedicated to it and uh, and all that um so obviously our relationship didn't work out and then kind of like you i was like the swinging thing is awesome i'm not <laughs> i'm not going anywhere yeah uh you know i think I, I either deleted our account made a new one or i just transitioned it you know changed it whatever i did but i made a single single male profile on sls um and you know we've talked a little bit about the experience for a single male in the lifestyle is very different than the experience for a single female <laughs> yeah. in the lifestyle. Um, it's different because I think it's like any dating site or, you know, any guy, the guy really is the pursuer 
in, in this yeah. situation. And it's the same for where uh, I very much felt pursued. Right. For yeah. single males, you really have to go out there and sell yourself to a couple as, hey, I'm the kind of guy you want to spend the night with. I'm the kind of guy that can show you a good time. Um, so, you know, you have to make take time with your profile. You know, unlike Lacey who had one <laughs> random snapshot that she barely tried to take. Um, you know, I had to have several pictures, you know, good angles, you know, good lighting, you know, uh, really highlight some of my assets um, <laughs> and, you know, and, and write a, you know, a well-written kind of narrative and to sell myself. Um, and, and then I had to, you know, search through SLS, find couples that were looking for single males, message them and say, hey, you know. I see you're looking for single males. I'm in your area. You know, I unlock my pictures for you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm open to trying, you know, I like, uh, you know, I'm very sexual. I, I tend to be more dominant. I, I have a decent cock, you know, and, and really try I'm to getting turned on. <laughs> try to sell yourself um, <laughs> to couples. I'm sold. Um, but I will say, you know, I've heard single males say that it's challenging for them. I had a pretty high success rate. Well, okay. I think the ones that are saying it's challenging are probably not as attractive as you and don't have as good a cock as you. Yeah. Uh, just be like super. I mean, I don't mean it to be mean. I mean, but like you're not overweight. You're a good looking guy who takes care of themselves. And I think like as a couple, like that comes across. Yeah. So I will say, yeah. So first of all, the cock thing. So I have about an eight inch cock. <laughs> Sorry, Melissa, you shouldn't listen to that. Like my mom. Oh, jeez. Uh, but I, yeah, I have about an eight inch cock. Uh, I am in decent shape, it's was wonderful. probably in, in better shape back then in my bold days than I am yeah. now even. But uh, uh, yeah, so, and I, you know, I am more of an alpha male dominant type guy, which seems to be the type of personality that a lot of the couples that are looking for males yeah. are looking for, yeah, right? I agree. They're looking for this alpha male with a larger cock to come in and really just kind of rock the wife's world. Yeah. The husband either watches or joins in, but that's that that's the persona that they're looking for. Not to say that's the only only persona. No, there, there probably no. are others. Yeah. You know, I hear Bang 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 say that he doesn't like the dominant alpha yeah. type. Yeah, I mean, every um, couple is going to want to do something different, but yeah, that right. was definitely your. My Your niche, niche yeah. of the market mm-hmm. was the I'm an alpha male with a, you know, that can come and rock your wife's world kind of thing. Um, and, you know, I it traveled worked. a lot for work at the time. And, you know, if I, you know, went to a city and, and you know, moved my profile and messaged couples, you know, nine out of ten times, usually I would get a few couples to respond. And, you know, I, I was I wouldn't say I was super selective, but I, you know, I wasn't just banging anybody that would message me. I tried to pick uh, more attractive couples, people that I was actually attracted to. You know, I was somewhat picky and I had, I'd say I'd have a pretty decent success rate. Um, and because I traveled for work, I, I tended to travel to the same, you know, half a dozen cities or whatever. So, you know, after a while of doing this, I kind of got established couples in each area yeah. that, you know, they knew that I traveled for work and they simply would say, hey, when you're in this area, hit us up and we'd love to see you. And that, that's kind of how, how I was in the lifestyle and kind of how I, how I did it. Um, but it is, it is challenging. So if you are a single male, if you want to be a bull and I, and I do think like your definition is good. A bull isn't just a single male in the lifestyle. It it really is a kind of that alpha well endowed type of, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever you want. A lot of times the bulls come in like with hot wife situations. Right. That is very typical. And and, should I read the definition of a hot wife? Yeah, you can do that. Um, I will say, yeah. So a lot of the couples that wanted to play with me 
they would just the wife would just come it wasn't you know so the typical arrangement was kind of what you're saying is i would message you know a couple would message me on sls and they say hey yeah you know either you messaged us and we're interested or, or sometimes they would reach out to me without me even messaging them uh we'd switch over to kick a message back and forth for a while and then generally speaking the couple would want to meet me at a bar for drinks or maybe at starbucks for a coffee or, or something like that so i would go i would meet, you know again guys if you do this if they reach out to you and say hey you know can you meet us at five o'clock on you wednesday you know, if you can't do it because of obligations, that's fine. But if you say you're going to do it and then, you know, the hour before you change, like it's just going to kill your whole like. So would you meet them at the place and then immediately go play or would there be like a setup for later? Uh, it wasn't universal, but generally speaking, no. So I would meet them maybe like on a Wednesday night. Yeah. And then like on a Friday night, if that was their thing was just to send the hot wife like to my hotel room or something mm-hmm. like that, which is often the case for that hot wife thing. Um. You know, I'd meet them on a Wednesday or Thursday night. We'd yeah, have coffee together. Yeah, worked because you were there traveling. Right. You had a hotel Right. Room. They wanted to make sure everybody was good. You know, yeah. the, the husband wanted to make sure he trusted me. If everything went well, then, you know, that Friday or Saturday night, the wife would come over to my hotel room and we would, we would have fun. Okay. So let me say a hot wife is a wife that sets up casual sex date with other men. Typically, she or her date will take photos and send them to the interested couple's husband so that was going to be my next question how often would the husband join like physic not necessarily in the actual act but would physically be there like how often would the wife be sent alone versus i would say the husband would physically be in the room 50 percent of the time Mm -hmm. and would join probably 25 percent of the time so if the husband didn't come with the wife, would you typically send pictures? Or I know you've yeah. done FaceTime, but we no, just yeah, almost always they would the wife would want to take some pictures, um, you know, whatever video of her sucking my dick or a couple of pictures of us having sex. Um, there was at least one, maybe two couples where the the husband watched. Yeah, at least two couples where the husband, she, you know, the wife would just turn her FaceTime on or FaceTime mm-hmm. them and be like. All right, baby, you ready? And, and she just set the phone up in the corner of the hotel room. How did you feel about that? I, <laughs> I had no problem with that. That's so odd. I think I would be like self-conscious. I don't know. I'm, says the, says says the, the girl, girl who had sex at chemistry <laughs> with 100 people in the room. I know, but that's like a little bit more intimate. I don't know. That's more intimate? Yeah, because it's like just the husband sitting there watching. And like, is he jerking off? Like, what is uh, he doing? No, it's way easier to forget about it, though. Um, right? She sets that camera down. And you just. You, you start doing your thing. And it's like. You forget. I mean, when there's a hundred people in the room, you look up and you see a hundred people. I know, I when know. there's a camera sitting on a nightstand, you, um, I guess I, I don't know. I just it would be hard to know you're doing that to some. I, but it goes against everything we believe. So I don't know why I feel that way. I just do. <laughs> Moving on. So, <laughs> so, um, what's my next question? So tell me just like a quick little bit about like your first couple. Like you don't have to tell me the whole story, but like, were you nervous? Or you just like let's get this show on the road? Like, do you even remember your first couple? Yeah. So I'm trying to. So I. This is kind of maybe a funny story. So I think my very first couple, this couple had reached out to me, and you know, again, like you, I was very, very new. Um, and so what they had decided was, hey, we just want you to come over our house and and rock her world, and then and then leave. Um, you know, they sent pictures, pictures, and she was very attractive. Um. And that's the thing is, generally speaking, the guy, it didn't matter what the guy looked like for me as long as the wife was hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it probably was typical where the husband was, you know, like, not that they weren't attractive, but 
you know, they were seeking a young, attractive, yeah. or younger. Yeah. You know, this is 10 years, well, not 10 years ago, but a while ago. Yeah. I was younger then. Um, but anyway, so I was like, okay, cool. And, and, uh, so they, you know, we didn't meet at first, but we, you know, had chatted a bit and I felt comfortable. And I think that's maybe a little bit different for yeah. a single guy versus a, a girl is I was pretty comfortable where, you know, a lot of these couples had busy schedules and they, they couldn't, maybe couldn't meet, like, like, you know, so like, yeah, they're like, sometimes it was, you were straight a booty call, you come in, do your thing and you leave. So. Um, so that's what that's they wanted. That's so funny because like I was like courted. Like I was taking right. to dinner and shopping no. and stuff. So it's just so funny no. to see the difference. No, for yeah, for a bull, you're generally what most couples are looking for is come rock my wife's world and then leave. Which for a guy, that's, that's like, like the, the ultimate setup, right? Like, yeah. Uh so that's what this couple had said they wanted. Um so we set a time and date, and I showed up promptly on time because I'm I'm good like that. And, I, and this is I where I feel like you were the ultimate bull, and I was a shitty ass unicorn <laughs> after this conversation. <laughs> oh, no, just babe. FYI. Okay, go ahead. No. Didn't mean to interrupt. Go so ahead. this is where it started getting weird. Not weird, but I think she texted me and said like, "The kids aren't asleep yet," and I don't even think she had mentioned kids up until this <laughs> point. And so then I'm like, "Kids? Like, oh, what? There's kids in that? You know?" So that threw me off my game a little bit, right? And I think I had to drive an hour and a half, two hours, um, to get to this place. Yeah. So, you know, after <laughs> I'm like sitting out in the parking lot and she texts me, it's like, Oh, the kids aren't quite asleep yet. Can do you mind waiting a little bit? And I was like, well, I already drove two hours. So like, <laughs> I don't have, I guess I ain't turn around going home. So yeah, I'll be here. Text me. And so it wasn't long. It was 10, 15 minutes later. She's like, okay, they're, they're asleep. You can, you know, like, I think it was like, come in the back door and I'll open the door and, you know, like she comes straight to the bedroom because the dogs don't bark. I mean, it was kind of an elaborate, like way more work than I had anticipated yeah. it being. So then I get there and I get in the bedroom and I expected the couple to be there. And and the guy wasn't there. And I was like, oh, like, um, is your is your husband not here? And she's like, no, he went to the bar to have a few drinks to like work up to this you know like oh. to get ready and i was like um so are we we're waiting for him then is that in there and she's like yeah hold on let me call him so like i'm in the bedroom i've snuck in there's yeah, dogs yeah. there's kids <laughs> um she's now calling her husband to tell him that and she's like well he's here and obviously he was like hesitant like yeah he, he didn't was nervous know. he probably needed a few yeah. right and so he's telling her like well, you guys just start, like, just go ahead and start. And she was like, no, no, like, that's not like, I like, I want you here. And, he, you know, like, so they're like debating on They like, obviously did not have right. clear boundaries. Yeah. And I'm just here like, I just thought this was going to be like a quick fuck. Now I've waited, like drove an hour and a half, two hours. I waited in the parking lot for a half an hour. Now I'm in the bedroom and now I'm waiting for them to figure out what the fuck they got going on. Right. <laughs> so eventually they were like, he was like, no, you guys start and I'll just like come in while you're in the thing and I'll, I'll watch. And, uh, so she eventually was like, all right, like, like he's here. So like, all right, yeah. that's what we're going to do. And, and so we did. And, uh, it was, you know, like, so we started and I don't, it was a while. I mean, it was probably 20, 30 minutes before he showed up. Um, and then, you know, he came in and just kind of, we were still going at it and he just went and sat in the corner and we kept doing our thing. Um, and then at, at some point she had tried to get him to join and I think he didn't, he didn't want to. And then she kind of like, not, not made him, but you know, coaxed him in and then he couldn't get hard. And then, you know, 
I don't know. And then it kind of ended and I left and went home. But that, that was my very first. Really? Did you ever <laughs> play with him again? No, I think I don't. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. I, I don't think I like blew him off. I don't. I just don't know. Maybe I, I didn't go back there. I don't know yeah, what happened. Gotcha. It didn't, it didn't work out. So but. you asked me. So I'm turning the tables around on you. Did you ever meet with a wife without the husband's permission? Yes. So I'm not alone. Yeah. So, and this is why we have non-monogamy, folks. But <laughs> to be fair, I was sort of tricked into it. Um, so this, uh, it was a couple, what I thought was a couple on SLS, and they, and they really were a couple. Of, they were swingers, and uh, sh- she had reached out to me and said, "Hey, we saw her, you know, when we're interested." And uh, I was like, "Cool." And uh, so she was like, "I'll meet you for drinks," and but just. You know, I think she made it clear it was just going to be her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's, you know, like, because that's, some people do that, right? Yeah. And, and so that's what she said. And so I met her for drinks and then um, she kept, I think it, she was like, I have to hurry. And I was like, well, why? what's the hurry? Like, you know, like, and she's like, well, you know, and it eventually came out like, my husband doesn't know I'm here. And I was like, oh, and uh didn't stop me though. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, hold the phone. Yeah. Hold on. I didn't know she this was, story. She was super hot. Uh, she had a fancy car, didn't she? She let you drive her fancy car. She was a doctor. Yeah. Like yeah. a legitimate doctor and mm-hmm. had a nice, nice car. And um, yeah. I was there for like a week and she would come over to my hotel room at night and, and have good times. But yeah, which I'm not like, I normally would not have done that, but I kind of got tricked into it and then not tricked into it, but. I just didn't know what I was <laughs> walking into fully. And then once I was there, I was like, well, f- I'm, she's hot as shit. And I'm here. Like, yeah, like that's their, you know, like, and I don't know how you feel, but honestly, I felt like that's your, like, that's not yeah, on me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I felt that way too. Now I don't like that. Yeah. And had I known, I probably most likely would have declined. Yeah. But like, if you're lying to your husband and creating drama to come fuck me, like that, that's, that's between that's the two of you. Your problem. And I think that's a good thing for couples to realize too, that like, if, that happens in your situation you can't necessarily like yeah, if you have a hot ass wife and she's messaging dudes there's not yeah. too many dudes on this planet that would yeah. be like no you're you're married i'm sorry you're super hot and i want to fuck the shit out of you yeah. but and you're trying to fuck me but i'm not going to because you're married yeah. like that's yeah, just like, not I a realistic agree. expectation i, I could have made better choices in hindsight but i'm not gonna own someone else's right. I'm part not, of i'm it. not proud of that mm-hmm. and again it's not i didn't seek that out but it did happen to me probably more, you know, not a lot, one or two times. And, you know, <laughs> I, I just went with it. Um, oh, so you're saying you did it more than once. Uh, you know, maybe. <laughs> so what else about being a bull? I mean, so like unlike me who like it would be sad sometimes because I was alone. I'm sure for a man that was like ideal, right? I mean, I'm assuming that, but that maybe I should not assume that. Well, so... I think you're right. For, as far as sex goes, it is the ideal situation, right? Just mm-hmm. to walk in there, have amazing hot sex, and go home and not have to worry about it. But I think, you know, I never felt like, oh, man, I wish I could stay and cuddle. But at the same time, just being a single guy um, that was, you know, didn't have a significant other, mm-hmm. I, I still had those moments where I went to bed alone at night. Yeah. And it was like, you know, like, well, it's great having hot sex every freaking weekend, but... I I do I, I desired a life partner. Yeah. Um, and not just random hookups with hot wives, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. as fun as that is. Yeah. So um I was gonna ask you another question. Um and I lost it. That's fine. That's fine you lost it. So I think lessons learned 
for me. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I think are similar to you mm-hmm. is is you know make sure you have an understanding of rules and boundaries. Make sure you understand if this you know this female is allowed to play alone, not allowed. Like what dynamic you're walking. Yeah, into. you know I've heard of some couples where like the husband will like message or like the 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 guy will require that the husband tell him it's okay to be. With the wife alone, like I've heard of some no, people doing you know, that. I, the voice verify thing, right? Like mm-hmm. where the couple will get on the phone, the guy will call in and, and have like a three way talk, and yeah, like and where the husband's like, "It's okay that my seems wife seems like that's comes. more typical for females. Cause I think they want to make the female make sure the female's actually a female. Gotcha. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think I ever. Other than I did, I did have couples where they wanted me to meet me in person. Yeah, uh, but I I don't think I ever did like just the voice verify kind of thing. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Lessons learned. Uh, no, and that's. I think having a clear understanding of, of rules, limits, boundaries, um, I think, you know, understanding what situation, you, you know, if there's kids and dogs and you're sneaking through the back fire escape yeah. and, you know, yeah. like really what, you know, if the couples knew how experienced they are. Sometimes you know. that's fun though, sneaking in. That's kind of part of the naughtiness, at least for me, maybe not for you, but no, it's, yeah. I mean, anything, you know, it, nobody wants it. We all sounds like sluts when we say it, but that doing things you're not supposed to do is hot like yeah we, i think that's part of the thrill of you are, yeah, yeah. super into that mm-hmm. uh, and there is some fun about you know doing that in the lifestyle as well mm-hmm. what else you got okay i thought of my question did you ever encounter any jealous husbands you we heard about my wife situation but did you was it all pretty like on the open or i guess again like you without sounding braggy my cock always became a thing yeah it's um, a thing in our relationships like in swinging nowadays so yeah and there definitely were guys when you know i would go to start and you know i whip my dick out and th- there's guys that even would say like oh well i can't compete with that you know what i mean and, and, and things like that and that it's just, just right killed the vibe it just throws yeah. you off your whole mm-hmm. game you know and then like the wife's like i don't she's like baby you're yeah perfect so you know, I mean, yeah, what you're supposed to say. It comes up with us in, in swinging all the time mm-hmm. where, like, you know, couples will ask or, you know, pictures will get sent and, you know, people will start talking about my cock. And, and he's uh, always like, why is my cock like, like Why do we I'm have like, to talk about this? It's a good like, cock. We just, you know, like, I don't know. It, it is a thing, though. I, yeah. You are correct. It's a thing in our, like, swinging situation. So I'd imagine as a single guy that it was also a thing. Yeah. And it's even, you know, how many times on TikTok do guys ask, like, how oh, big yeah. is your husband's dick? Yeah. Or, oh, if you but know, you like, you can't take this nine inch cock or, or, or the yeah. opposite, like, you know, I have a small dick, would you still play with me? Yeah. Kind of questions. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, don't get caught up. I mean, I guess coming from a guy that <laughs> never well, has yeah. been self conscious yeah. in that area, um, it's easier to say, but I just wish dick sizes and cocks weren't a thing. But yeah, they, they totally seem to be sometimes in the lifestyle for some They people. are. They are. I mean, it shouldn't be. And to be honest with you, like, I've said this on lives. Um, there's a there's a use for all sauces. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and so, I, that is the answer. But yeah. but to, to pretend like it never gets discussed or brought up or you know guys don't compare, I guess, uh, would be a little bit of a false narrative. Yeah. Because so, it, so any jealousy you felt was around that, not not necessarily like with the wife. Well, it, it's interesting. There was times where where uh, and this is more like in couple stuff where I was told like you did that too good or you fucked her, you know, like, like you need to like, like not like almost like if, if you want to get invited back, 
Like you, you need can't, to fuck her good, but not right, so not good that too it's good that make, he yeah. feels right. Threatened. threatened. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So like, I can see that with your personality. Like tone down your your don't fuck her. Like fuck her good so that she feels good, but not so good to where like he feels less than the next day when he's yeah, her. yeah. Which, I can get I, based knowing you. I can see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, that's as you know, like for me, that's it's either on or off. Switches on or off. Yeah. It's hard for me to mm-hmm. in that moment tone it down i guess yeah um, which is partly why i love you yeah but that's it i, I don't i think i told enough stories yeah um, i feel like you're a better bull than i was just you know guys i am the ultimate unicorn i don't care <laughs> what my stories say i swear I well won't. i think we we're can, we, you know what we should do we should interview people that we were like bulls and, and bring them back yeah and see if we were ultimate fools and unicorns <laughs> i don't know if that's a good idea <laughs> We've actually played with a couple. That can be like a little twist on this. We played with a couple that I was a unicorn with. I think that's kind of a good way to tie it all up. Um, There was a couple that we, I was very attracted to and, and he had seen pictures, you know, just on my phone of the wife and um, he always called her Barbie, even though she doesn't even have blonde hair. I don't know where the Barbie came from. Because she looks like a Barbie doll. Like she's. We and her look a lot alike. You do. So, um. And I actually was like, hey, I have this couple that I played with as a single. Would you be interested in playing with them together? And we did. We played with them a couple of times. Which, yeah. Normally we said we're just not going to do that. Yeah. Just because, you know, I think the dynamic of playing as a single with a couple is different than the dynamic of couple on couple. Yeah. And because you do have some of that relationship with that couple as a single more so than you would as a a couple. Mm-hmm. We tried to avoid that. But, but it was a great experience. Well, she we, showed me pictures of her and I was like, Yeah, we're you know, doing like, this. We're, um they're a great couple. No objections. They're local to me. Um we enjoyed them. We have to send them this podcast so they can hear it. Um but that's the only couple that we've played with together um that I had previously played with alone and it worked out great. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're yep. amazing. Okay, so let's talk about us for a second. Now we're a couple, now we're married. Do we play with singles? Do we play with unicorns and bulls? Um, we've tried the single or playing separately thing. We failed. We know that. We've talked about that. Episode two, I think. Yeah. Um, but we've actually never played. We've never, me and you have never had a threesome. We've never had a threesome. <laughs> That's correct. That's God crazy. damn. <laughs> huh, we haven't fixed that. <laughs> So we have tried to find females, like we said in the beginning of the podcast. Get on Tinder after this and find someone. <laughs> and we failed. Like we just have never found anyone. I am not super eager to play with a single male or bull, honestly, because Dan is pretty dominant. I mean, you've heard his whole story, and it would be hard for me to imagine. I wouldn't want a guy to come in and be less than you, but I also can't imagine a guy coming in and being more than you. So the dynamic just doesn't sound appealing to me. I just, not that I don't want to give you that experience, um, because I, I mean, honestly, I'm a super sexually open person and, you know, want to try everything once. I just am not that kind of guy to sit in the corner and watch. No, no, not at all. You would have to be joined. I wouldn't. So the only way I would do it is if you were, because I feel like that would be kind of hot to just be like two guys just like all over you yeah um i wouldn't want you to sit in the corner i wouldn't want it to be like a hot wife situation but i can't imagine a guy coming in to match your level for it to be equal. Oh, well, I, don't, I don't think they'd have to i mean 
in my mind they kind of do. In your mind they do? Yeah, but I mean like I am we've we've talked about this prior to this episode. I'm down for it. Like I'm like I'm kind of like I would like to experience a unicorn and a bull. Like I would like to do both just so, you know, it's for science, y'all. It's <laughs> it's, it's for the podcast. It's um, on our to-do list. So uh <laughs> Um, Unicorns definitely reach out. Bulls will will find you. Will find you. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down with it. It's just not something that we actively look for. No, no, it's not. We should invite a bull over and make some OnlyFans content, though. That's not a bad idea. They would totally let us record. Yeah, no, I think. Well, I think finding a guy to record with would be pretty. You could probably do it in five minutes on Tinder. Yeah. So yeah, so we have never done that. Applications accepted. You're going to get so many dudes messaging you. That's going to be ridiculous. If anybody messages us, I always just say, message us on SLS or SEC. And truth be told. You're messaging me. You're messaging Dan. It's just an easy way for me to link, not have to deal with it. Yeah. So what do you think? Um, do you want to go back to being a unicorn? No. Do you miss your unicorn days? No. I, I wish I had the opportunity to do a better job. <laughs> Especially after this podcast, feeling really down about myself. <laughs> However, I love being in a, I love the couple atmosphere way more or dynamic, whatever you call it, way more than I do the unicorn. Yeah, no. I feel like I have a partner. Yeah, I agree. I do miss the, where it's just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Because well, you don't get that let's with Let's role couples. play. Okay. <laughs> let's gonna, do it tonight. Yeah, tonight. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, my husband's at work. <laughs> this works all the time, baby. Just come up here and fuck me. Yeah. No, I got you. We're doing that tonight. Okay. We'll, we'll, it's science. <laughs> we'll report back on that one. <laughs> um, well, that, my point of that Sorry. was you, you don't get. <laughs> we haven't had sex in like 48 hours, can you tell? Yeah. 24, 24 hours. You don't get that experience. You know, with couples, there definitely is more of a, you know, it's not just straight to business. Usually you work yeah, up to it yeah. and build up to it. And there's all the, you know, the awkwardness. And, yeah. Um, but, but, uh, also, I feel like I get enough of that experience still when we when we swap and swing. Yeah, it's just a different. It's different. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, that's it. Uh, you want to go over our email? Uh, yeah, but it's it's on the recorder right now. So, do you remember her name? I don't. Bree. Oh yes. So Bree. So Bree reached out to us. So we we don't have a uh, recap of the week. The only thing we really could say is that Lacey's Snapchat. My Snapchat got taken down. I mean, yeah. Y'all know we're re- recording these a few in advance right. so we can get caught up. But we're, yeah. We're getting ahead for Hito. Um, so literally our last episode was like two days ago. So we don't really have much for a week in review. But my Snapchat did get taken down. So again, had to start over. Um, I was on TikTok. I got um, banned from a live. I was literally sip for nudity and I was had a t-shirt and shorts on in a parking lot. While Dan was getting a haircut, so yeah. there was no nudity. Um, so that's the story of our lives. It's that's not the last time you're, you're going to hear that every podcast. Yeah, we're going to be banned <laughs> on some platform. We're always banned on something, in some way or yeah. another. For uh, some reason, this week the haters have been like really after us all, like really our whole have. group. Yeah. Um, it kind of comes like that. Like I feel like we'll have like a few days where we're all taken down and brought back up and taken down, and then like a week will go by and there's nothing, and then all of a sudden it all happens again. So. We're just on that wave of... If you're listening, leave us alone, guys. Please. Just leave us alone. We don't want to fuck your husbands. No. Yeah. Because you know it's some ugly woman who's like, they ain't fucking my husband. But real real quick, to wrap this up, we did Sorry. get a Sorry. sweet email from Brie. Uh, and Brie was the one on TikTok that had... Was it TikTok? I think it was TikTok. Yeah. She had yeah. reached out 
And uh, when we asked for questions for our Q&A podcast, she had reached out and said something to the effect of, how do you deal with STDs, um, and especially at places like Secrets? Which, Brie, that was a, you know, that was a completely relevant question. I thought she said on the live. I, I, I might have read it wrong. I thought she said. Either way. I think I think she felt like I was offended. And honestly... We have we are defensive when, <laughs> when we're on these lives because nine times out of ten the questions are coming in and they are people that are trying to be mean. Like there's right. the person that's like, "Well, you're gross. You gotta have an STD." It's that person. So all Brie, right. first of all, I'm sorry if I felt offended or defensive. Just know it's because we are literally in that defensive mode all right. the time. And, and I don't think I I don't remember where we picked her question from, but. I can remember when I read her question, I personally felt like it was a genuine question and not one that was her trying to imply that we were dirty. Yeah. And you know. yeah. So Brie, we, when we said that when people ask questions about STDs, that they're, it seems like they're doing it to, you know, jab at us or, or, or insinuate. That's just that our knee jerk reaction. Um, I think people that do ask questions like that are, I don't, we weren't talking about you. You, you seem like you're a very sweet lady. We appreciate you. We yeah. appreciate Brie listening did to all our episodes. Did we answer her question or does she still need an answer? No, I think we answered it. Oh, okay. I think we answered it. I think she just, I think she was just reaching out to say like, she was if sorry. we offended you guys, we're sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, well, Brie, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Brie. Uh, you, you didn't offend us. Um, oh, we get offended every day. But you, we offend Lacey everyone. Got offended, yeah, we, we are on the defensive <laughs> on, on some of these things. Yeah. But, just because uh, you have so many people coming at you, it's hard to not be that way. It's true. But uh, all right. I think in the interest of time, we need we need to wrap this up. Okay, dokie. You got anything else for the mm-hmm. swing for the swing nation? I don't. The nation of swingers. We appreciate uh, you guys listening to this. This podcast, the the numbers and the amount of downloads have just been exploding. Yes, in our reviews. Thank what? you. We got an email. I don't know if it's really now, but it's somewhere. What what was our ranking? Seventeenth. Seventeenth in the sexuality uh, subject. Which, yeah. if that's true, I don't. It was a random email from somebody I don't even know. Like that. I think they were trying to get us to buy analytics for our podcast or something but if those numbers are correct that's ridiculous we also got invited to a sex positive podcast palooza right but i think it's gonna yeah we have a lot going on but i told him i was like we don't know how they got our information or anything um that's like even we were invited to be like host you have to apply so we don't know if we would get approved but even that we were thought of to be in that yeah that's like really like touching to be honest with you moving in the right direction Mm -hmm. so anyway we appreciate all you guys thanks for listening stay tuned we got more episodes coming at you i promise because we're recording them all right now Mm -hmm. um and uh looking forward to hudo yeah we're so close we'll stay in touch and you guys can follow us along our journey um you know all the emails all the ways of getting in contact with us We'll be in the show notes and please reach out. We love, love getting emails, love getting messages on TikTok and Snapchat. Um, keep those five-star reviews coming and uh, message Lacey if you if you do that. And we'll say say thank you in a special way. Yeah. Because we do appreciate all, Ten the, second way. all the support. <laughs> uh, anything else, babe? That's it. All right. So in a world full of apples. Be a pineapple. Be a pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. 
make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.